you haven't heard about Anchor, it's completely free. It's the easiest way to make your podcast. Please let me explain. Free. It's completely free. I mean, everything is free. There's creative tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Please download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy my podcast. It's called Love Black Love. It's everything to me because I love black love. Thank you for listening. joining me on the first episode. Uh, Today I have my husband, Mr. Simon Payne, in here with me today. And our topic is uh, about just our love story and how we met. So I wanted him to share how we actually met. So Mr. Payne, how did you meet your wonderful wife? I met my wife on my birthday. In 1994. Okay, in 94. And where did we meet? We met at a nightclub. Okay, a nightclub. And can you elaborate just a little more? At a local nightclub on my birthday. I don't remember even what day it was, but... It had to be on a Saturday. It was on a Saturday. I do remember that. That club was popping back then uh, on Saturdays. So um, I'll share uh, how I, my perspective of how we met. Um, I just was going out that night. Um, I wanted to go out because I, we were young back then, and I just wanted to go out. And that particular night, I had already told my sister and a girlfriend. I said, I'm going out and um, I'm going to find me a man because I just was tired of being single. I just didn't want to do that again. So um, I noticed him like across the room and I'm like, oh, my God, he's so handsome. Well, actually, I said he's fine. So um, he was walking my way. And I remember my girlfriend saying, hurry up, here he comes, here he comes, he's gone, here he comes. So I'm writing my number down. So when he walked by me, I turned around and I was like, here you go. And I put the number in his hand and, um, you know, he just took it, kind of smiled. And so him and his little crew, they were walking um, like in front of us. And so I was, you know, me and my little crew, we're just walking in back of them. And so when I um, caught up to him and his crew, I kind of bumped them with my hip. 
and he um, he kind of braced himself on a table. Um, he might want to share that that uh, <laughs> that little tap. He says I tackled him, um, which I didn't. Um, he stands six. You're six foot, right? I'm six one. I'm four eleven. So there's no way I I could tackle him. I was much smaller back then, and just 4'11". So he says that I tackled him. But I don't think it was a tackle. It was just a little little, little, little tap. Like, I'm, I need you to pay attention to me. And so we went. I um, called going outside. And when we were outside, um, I guess a fight started. Somebody was fighting outside. And um, he was standing out there. And I said, uh, I said, excuse me, sir. I said, can I talk to you? He was like, yeah. So I was like, um, so, you know, I I can't even remember what I asked him, but I just kind of, you know, just wanted to get a little feel of um, who he was. But um, that's all I can remember. But I remember us, like, connecting right away. And we were just talking on the phone a lot, um, he had, I think two, was it two days? Or do you know? Could be. A long time ago, not, not, uh, not, uh, 100% sure. It might have been two days. He had not called. So I called him. And I said, um, I said his, I, his name is spelled totally different from a Simon. I didn't know how to pronounce his name, really. So I do remember his brother answering the phone, and um, I said, is Kymon there? He's like, is Simon there? Because it's C-Y-M-O-N. And I've never seen Simon spelled that way. But um, ever since that day, we just connected, and we've stayed on the phone a lot. I remember talking a whole lot just on the phone and in person, and we just we've been inseparable ever since. That's what I recall. So now here's Mr. Payne's version. I pretty much recall somewhat of the same. Uh, I do recall her approach was a little aggressive, <laughs> a little linebacker. <laughs> People know football. You know, <laughs> Being the setting and where we was, I thought it was on and popping. <laughs> I was on the defense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had, um, I say she knocked me over a table almost. I did not. Was, you know, I lose my balance. <laughs> I don't lose my balance that much now. <laughs> Wasn't drunk or nothing, but, uh, yeah, that's how we met. Her story is pretty much, pretty much dead on. But I didn't knock you over. I did not, not knock you. Not all the way over, no. Not all the way over. <laughs> right. So what did you um what did you see in me that you didn't see in other females that night? Well that night I was just really out. It was my birthday, so it was it was celebrating my birthday that weekend and more than likely I was probably at a few other clubs the earlier days of that week. <laughs> it was an everyday thing. But uh, I saw you. You was a uh, very, very beautiful young lady and um, caught my eye. But um, at that very moment, I don't think I was really looking 
out looking for no woman or, or to be. I was just out having fun on my birthday. Oh, okay. Fellas. So Cupid just hit, attacked you. I mean, yeah. tackled you, right? Yeah, Cupid attacked me, attacked me <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> so that's what Cupid did? Yes. Okay. And here we are 25, 26 years later. 26 years later. What um what are some of the good points out of these 26 years that you can think of? Our beautiful children. The children, of course. Yeah. We have four children. Um, and I'd like to think all of them are just, have like a special place in both of our hearts. Um, they're just... You know, very, very good kids, and I just love them. What do you think about them? They're all good kids. Uh, every last one of them. Um, didn't have too many issues with none of them. They listen and learn. All of them are doing very well, so I can't complain. That's right. So, um, so let me ask you this what are what are some of the things you think uh, within 26 years what are some of the things that we could as a couple give advice to other young couples like approaching um, engagement or marriage um, questions probably better suited for you but we could Longevity, sticking in and uh, not giving up. Um, yeah, that's pretty much not to give up. That's true. A wise woman, my Aunt Jean, we call her Aunt Jean, she always told me, and um, it's been times where, you know, you just get frustrated in a relationship or a marriage. And she always have, she's always told me, uh, it takes a strong person to stay and it takes a weak person to leave. So I always thought of myself as a strong person. So that's definitely why I never, you know, even thought about giving up. Just keep on, you know, we have to improve, improve our marriage, of course. I think every relationship can, you know, have room to grow. So that's one of the things I would say, too. So um, that is my interview with my sweet, dear husband. Um, I wanted to thank you um, for putting up with some of some of the things that I do, like getting older. Um, a lot of women just don't know about, or a lot of men don't know about just menopause. Like when you're getting older, you have, uh, I know for me and a lot of women that's my age, they have a lot of things and issues that men really don't know about because we don't, I, I think a lot of women just don't know about the issues that you, that are here to come, but just our, our temper sometimes, we, it's like we have zero tolerance. And I just thank God for you. I thank God for the man that you are. I thank God for you um, helping raise our four children because uh, it could have been a single parent. So I just wanted to share our little story. 
Um, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Baby, love you. Love you too. Alrighty, thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, so who's going to go first? Uh, I can't. This is Lasagna. Okay, Lasagna. Could you share? Um, how did you meet Mr. Preston? Well, long story short, um, his family was in transition to Minnesota, actually, and he was temporarily living with his grandmother, which lived two doors down from me. So there was one house that separated our houses. And um, I used to see him in the front yard doing gardening for his grandma. And I just thought he was the cutest thing. He was bowling and I was kind of shy, so I wouldn't dare approach him. But I used to always run back to school and tell my friends how cute this boy was, neighbor boy was, and try to get them to come home with me after school so they can maybe catch him out in the yard uh, gardening. So that's how I first spotted him. How we actually met was because there was a house in between us. We had the mutual friends. Um, there were some kids there our age that were mutual friends and in the summers we just used to meet up on the front porch and talk and and hang out and stuff so that's how I actually first met him okay <laughs> so what was the approach how how who approached to well I, I, you know I really I'm really trying to think about how it actually worked out because we, we, I mean, at the time, we just would meet as friends, as people that knew each other from the neighborhood on the on the porch and talk about different things and, um, like I said, hang out. And I think at the time, um, we met for the first time officially. You know, I was 13, he was 15, so it's a little different. You know, mm -hmm. we, we youngsters. And um, I think he was dating actually a young lady that lived around the block from us at the time, if I'm not mistaken. So you just um, took somebody, man? I, maybe. <laughs> you said, oh, well. Or he just left. I don't know. But we, <laughs> but we were young. We were young. Um, and she was actually really a good friend of mine. We used to walk to school every day um, back and forth. But I think what happened, I met him shortly before we took our annual vac vacation to Mississippi. Mm -hmm. um, I met him before then. I don't think they were dating at the time. But while I was gone, I think um, that's when that started. And when I got back, that's when I found out they were they were dating. Um, so I don't think I took him per se. I just think that in our um, communication and hanging out or whatever, whatever happened with them happened and then it just kind of went from there. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. So you, um, with, so how, you said you were 13 and he was 15. Yeah, so, I was in the eighth grade and he was a sophomore, a sophomore in high school when we met. That's a lot of years. A lot of years. 
Girl, I was just adding them up the other day. I'm like, goodness. But God has been good. Yes, he has and will yeah. always be. Yes, yes. So, uh, Preston, how, give me your perspective of how you guys met. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I don't remember the girlfriend. I think she's talking about Joyelle or something like that. Jury. 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 She had a lot of uh, better memory than I do. Uh, when I saw uh, uh, Lasagna at the time, um, I was, she calls it gardening. I think it's more like slave labor because I didn't have a choice. Uh, I was voluntold to go outside and pick the weeds from around my rose bushes if you would like to eat. And so at the time, I thought because I was a hungry person, I was going to do that. And so when I was out there, our mutual friends, we were good friends, uh, we talked a little bit about what's going on and, and, and they knew about Lasagna and her older sister, Celia. I don't know if you had a chance to speak with her. But how I looked at it, Tink or Lasagna liked the boy, uh, which was one of our mutual friends next door. So, uh, and that's where she had the initial crush, crush on uh, as opposed to myself. And because we were all just kind of, I guess, that friend zone, her, she's 13, I'm 15, you know, it was just kind of like a mutual thing. I didn't find out that she liked, his name is Kenny, by the way, which is his name, until um, later on down the line. I'm like, you like Kenny? Wow. And, and, and so that was kind of my take. And I think when she went, when she did go back to Mississippi, uh, the girl she was talking about, it was just kind of somebody that was there, somebody I talked to, and it wasn't really like she's my girlfriend or anything. Because, you know, back then, you don't say it's your girlfriend. You say, I'm going with you. Yeah. I never understood that. What does that mean? We're only aware. Right. But that's what you said. She was going with me. I was like, all right, whatever. Right? Kind of like you look at the, the game, the movie Love and Basketball. Right. When they were outside playing. Mm. So I guess that makes you my girl then. Right? <laughs> it's the same exact thing. Right? I guess you're my girl then. Right. But I didn't feel that with her because she was goofy. I didn't really like what she was saying most of the time. And it wasn't my thing. So the sign was more shy and more quiet. And I thought, well, I'm loud. And loud can't mix with goofy. So I probably need to find the better of the two to make that match. And that was kind of what we, uh, uh, I guess, identified. And I guess it just kind of morphed into something. So uh, that's kind of my perspective of it. Okay. So she liked the man in the middle initially, right? Right. He was, uh, I guess she, she used him to get to me. I mean, that's the only way I can get to that's, so, a, uh, that's a smart woman. Smart woman. Right. Very, very, very smart. The way she they navigated. I was like, right, impressive. Because to me, Kenny was goofy. He was a goofball. I, I never took him serious for anything. To this day, we met at my aunt's funeral. He's still talking the same stuff. I'm like, man, you're 57 years old. But at the end of the day, right, that was kind of my take. Like, I guess she made the right Yes. <laughs> well, that's interesting. So now, with you guys, how long you guys been married? Um, it will be twenty nine years in October of this year. Oh, praise I, God! Yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah. So October what? What's your actual date? October twelfth. 
October 12th. So usually every October, um, it's a lot of things going on in October for all of us. So they have their anniversary. Um, Both of our husband's birthdays are in October. And usually we try to connect some type of way. And we go to our favorite restaurant. And, you know, we just enjoy one another. Yes. Look forward to it. Yes. And... I don't know how this going to pan out with the pandemic this year. So we'll we'll wait and see. We cross our fingers and yeah, pray to God. we're going on a trip. We're going on a trip because it's President's 50th. So we're oh. going somewhere. All right. The yeah. big five oh. Yes. So now what advice would you give? Um, give younger couples, like if they're um, newly engaged or marriage. What advice would you give younger couples? Um, I guess for me, I've always told people not to sweat the small stuff. But I think when you're younger, that's hard because you don't have the experiences to be able to compare what's small to what's large. And I can say that now because we've been through some things Mm -hmm. and there are some really hard times that we've experienced, whether it be death, finances or whatever. So to bicker over uh, uh, you left the toilet seat up or you didn't pick something off the ground is really small compared to some of those other hurdles in life that we were able to overcome. So it's really my older self uh, talking to a younger self saying don't sweat the small, I mean, don't sweat the small things. But if you have nothing to, you know, nothing to compare what's small, what's large, that may be easier said than done. That's true. But I I guess at the end of the day, to really take your relationship and marriage commitment seriously uh, and know that it won't always be sunny days and fun times, but as long as the sunny days and the fun times outweigh the dreary days, uh, and the harder times, it may be, I mean, it's, it's, I don't want to say it may be, I've come to realize that it's worth it. Some people still determine that it may not be worth it. But you have to expect those times to come. Right. And as long as both parties are serious about their vows, mm-hmm. uh, which, which states that, that I'm going to be there and we're going to work through this no matter what, um, you can do it. Right. You, you you can do it, but you have to be serious about that. You can't be swayed by your emotions uh, because emotions change You know how some people, especially younger uh, girls or guys or whatever, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't do that if I was you. You just have to, this is your story, right? Right. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? Had I listened to, and I didn't have a lot, and I I would say during those hard times, I didn't have a lot of naysayers, but I did have people. And I was very, I was very careful about who I shared certain information with you're right and i think that's true of just uh that's a lifelong lesson you're right you have to be very careful who you share what with you're right because some uh, people run with it and tell all of your business and yeah, yeah. 
And then people are quick to say what they won't do, but it's not until you're in a situation. Now, there are some things you have to have standards. Right. And there are some things that are absolutely a no. Right. But there's a lot of other situations in life that we never thought we would be in that you can find yourself in, and you don't know how you will handle those until you are in it. Right. And if I had listened to some of those people, um, I, I wouldn't be with my husband today. Right. And it would have been a big, it would have been a big mistake. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I definitely yeah. agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Preston, what would what advice would you give a younger couple entering marriage or engaged, whatever? Yeah, I, I think a couple things. One, you know, you got to really get to know who you're uh, going to invest your time with uh, for a long time, right? I think that's a lot of times. What I'm seeing today, uh, marriage is, is the popular thing, right? Mm-hmm. Let me get on Instagram and show my ring. Let me show my wedding. And it's glorified based on what type of validation that they receive from others, mm-hmm. right? Without them really figuring out who are they going to be committed to for the rest of their lives. And right. I think that to me is really important because all the other stuff could have been time you could have invested somewhere else. So really get to know what that person is to find out what their goals and ambitions and, and, and desires are. I think a lot of times people get so caught up in the like stages. They, it's actually uh, infiltrated by the word love. Mm-hmm. You know, they think they're in love, but they're really in like. Right. Because they're in like, they didn't ask the hard questions. Hey, what are we looking to do in five years? What are we trying to accomplish? What are some of your goals? What are some of your ambitions? What What do you want to uh, for this to look like in ten to twenty years? And those are hard questions. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have someone that has, I guess, somewhat of an idea, you may not know, but have an idea. And if it is out on the same uh, playing field that you are, then immediately into that relationship, the moment something that's out of alignment, that's going to probably be the demise of the relationship. And so you spent all this money, time, and effort, and friends and family, and you really never got to know who that person was. Right. Um, I know a lot of times we try to tie in the church where we don't want to go habitat, we won't live together. You know what? In today's society, when everything is polarized, and everything is videotaped, and everything is filmed, if you don't invest now, the moment that he or she sees you out with somebody, supposedly, or somebody talking to you, or as my daughter said, they like that post. Who cares? Right. But apparently, liking somebody post of your ex is not a good thing. So again, the reason why I say get to know each other and trust each other, because when these things come, not if, when they come, because people don't like to see other people happy. Mm-hmm. When they come, because you have a strong relationship and you guys are built on a solid foundation, when those things come, it will be pointless and will have no impact on your relationship at all. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to spend time initially, uh, get to know each other initially before you take that deadly. And if you do that, and when that comes, right, you'll be stronger than ever because you already got out or identified or know what you needed to know in order to overcome that obstacle, hurdle, pitfall, or whatever you might want to call it. So mm-hmm. that's probably what I would recommend to these younger folks because, again, they're caught up in so much what other people say, mm-hmm. what other people think, and, unfortunately, what other people do. 
and they use those as measurement sticks to kind of measure out their own relationships, and that's typically when they get in trouble. That's true. That's yeah. that's true right there. Because we come from the old school where we like, um, you had to get to know each other. You know, if it was a letter or just sitting down talking, they don't do that this, you know, this time. They just, right. like you said, on the phone a lot. Yep, that's how they get their information. And if I can just ask, Chandra, it's funny that you said that because I just shared that with my daughter yesterday. As we were talking about somebody making a comment or liking somebody else's post, and I was like, you know, it is a different day, and I don't know that I would would understand it, and I don't know if they understand where we're coming from, mm-hmm. but I, I guess I'm just so glad we didn't have all of that to contend with. I was like, I just, where can we just go back to our letter writing days? All right. And, 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 our, and our curfews on the phone, because you could only be there on there after, up until a certain time, or somebody else needed to use the phone, or you had to get off the phone. Right. Um, so we were forced to communicate in person. Right. By, by letter, even if, I guess, we, we were probably, well, Preston was long distance for a little bit for me in the beginning, so we wrote letters. I don't know if people did that, if they live locally or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, you know, all of that, and it, it's just too much going on with the social media and and stuff. I don't, I, I don't get it, and I don't know if I will, but it is a different element that I guess we have to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to understand now, but uh, yeah, that's so true. And if I could add to my tip, um, is that when Preston was talking about those hard times that you run into and it really takes you to get to know people mm-hmm. um, or whatever, I would like to add it's very important that your key values are in line. Right. And, that, and that's important because when it comes to those harder decisions that you have to make, That's so true. And I was thinking, 
even like the lyrics of uh, remember the Rob Bass song. You know, it takes two to make the things go right, and it definitely takes two parties to make it go right. Like, right. you know, and I'm like, we we were just dancing on that song. We didn't even know <laughs> really what it meant. Like, it definitely yeah. takes two parties to make it go right. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Can't do it by yourself. You cannot do it by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I just... Is there anything else you guys want to share? Um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge relationship advocate. I'm always rooting for people to win in their relationship. Yes. I love love. I love to see it, how it plays out. Um, and uh, I just wish everybody the best. But I just say, be, be serious about your relationship. You can't get caught up in what other people are doing and what other people are saying. If you seek advice, even the Bible says you have to seek wise. Wise. Um, and you just, you don't want to go. So, you know, some people just go talk to people that because you're emotional, who's going to feed off that emotion? Right. And tell them what they want to hear. Right. They don't want to hear the, the hard the hard stuff where they have to think and really sit down and, and make a decision. But, I mean, if you think it's worth it, fight for it. Right. And if you didn't think it was worth it, you probably shouldn't be with that person um, in the first place. I don't know. That's just my take. And I know there's different circumstances out there for different individuals or whatever. But um, that's just what I would say. Just fight for that thing. Um just fight for that thing. Right. And we're, and we're rooting for you. Right. That's what me, I've always said, like with, um, you know, couples that I can look up to. I've always wanted an older couple around, which was Aunt Jean and Uncle Rudy. You know, just because I know they have literally, I was there. They've been through everything and back. And I just know the love that they still have with one another. I've always wanted just an older couple to, you know, look up to a couple our age that we can have something in common. And then a younger couple that you can mentor and help them out along the way, you know. So, well, I thank you all for just sharing your story. Um. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Uh, we've never, out of the, how many years you think we all been, you know, like together as far as friendship? This time goes back so fast. I don't even know. We've been here almost four years. Well, well, well how old was Aja when she came to, you said, that's how we met. She when probably she was, was in middle school. Was she in middle school? Maybe. So, how many years would that be? Oh, Lord. She's 23 now. She's 23 now. So, middle school, probably what? What? 12? 12 or 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah, so that long. About 12 years. And, I mean, I've always... You guys have been that couple that I've always loved to go out with because it's either with... I don't have a lot, we don't have a lot of couple friends, uh, mainly because I don't, it's either the girl acting crazy or the guy acting crazy, so you, you guys have been that, you got been, you been consistent, like it's never been like, oh my god, they getting on my nerves, so 
I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. We appreciate y'all too. We love and miss y'all, and we just looking forward to the day when we can hang out again. And it is hard to it is hard to come by. Um, you know, we do have other friend couples, but. You know, the dynamic has to be right. You know, there are certain things that you can do with certain people and certain things you just don't. I mean, you may have a shopping friend. You may have a go to go call right. with a friend. You may have a friend that you confide in with a lot of stuff. But I really believe that uh, with you all, we found a couple that we can do a lot of things with, including travel. Right. There are some people you may be able to hang out with, go to dinner with, but you may not necessarily be able to travel with. Right. So you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that. And because we are couples, we have to consider our spouses. So do they feel comfortable? Right. Do they get along? Is it a good mix? Oh, and I right. think I think we found that in, in you all. It just works. It just works. It does. Which is good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like the what's uh what's understood does not have to be explained. If you can reach a place like that with a group of individuals, it makes it that much more beneficial. Right. That much more uh, uh like. So to me. Yeah, I really appreciate both you guys. You guys are understand. It's never like we have to have a conversation about something that's the obvious, right? We navigate the right way. We know how to have a conversation. We enjoy each other's company. And anybody that can tolerate me and come back, man, our special individuals. So, you're so uh, silly. You, know, <laughs> you gotta be special. So. You just have to know Mr. Preston. He's like our, what, Bernie Mac out of the couple and keep us laughing all the time and I mean that is a good quality to have yep and I think we have fun but we can have some we can get into some deep conversation too about topics across the board which is which is really which is cool so um yeah I think it's just a blessing to have y'all in our lives and uh we just can't wait for that day when we can get back. I know. Get back. You guys yeah. are definitely a blessing. I thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, doing this. So, yeah, in this this season in our lives. Like, I don't know what's going on in the world, but I, I appreciate you guys. I can't wait till, what, October? Yeah, hopefully sooner by October. Yes. So, for sure, yeah. Well, alrighty. Yeah. Um, okay, well, well, God bless with your new endeavor. We're proud of you. We're excited for you. Thank you. And uh, we know good things are to come. So, and if you need us in any way, just let us know. Yes, it's interesting yeah. that you said love, you love love. Because I always say, oh, I love black love. So, you know that's mm-hmm. what it's called, love black love. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. I love you guys. Thank you. Okay, love you too. All righty. Okay, take care. Okay, bye-bye.